What's up, Kendrick Levels? Welcome to another episode of the Fan Game Podcast Chronicles San Diego by Night, Chapter 3, Episode 6. I am your storyteller, Daryl. I use he, him pronouns. And before we get to the quick recap, let's go to our two resident kindred, starting with returning from a long hiatus. Mana, tell us who you are and who you'll be playing. Hi, I'm Mana. Daryl, it's not a race. I don't know why you say it so fast. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I play Talia, whose pronouns are she, her. Passing it over to Jess. Macaroni and cheese mouth. What's up? It's me, Jess. My pronouns are pr- words. <laughs> We're keeping it in. Um, let the record show that my pronouns are they, them, theirs. And I play Jay, whose pronouns are she, her, hers. Our little baby, little soft girl, little just made friend, little maybe's gonna have a threesome, little I like being alive, so I'm not gonna talk to Ash. Back to you, Daryl. I would like to also update Jess's pronouns to macaroni and cheese mouth. <laughs> Incredible. 10 out of 10. Um, yes. This, yeah. will be, this will be I the only time. So this much. Will be, this will be the only time that I, a cis heterosexual male, can say, no, these are your pronouns. <laughs> and it'll be the only time I will ever do it. And it'll never happen again unless it's funny and everyone's okay with it. Don't come for me on Twitter. Anyway, what happened on the last episode? We had a club episode. Very fun. Ian came through and absolutely rocked it as Ramsey, uh, 250-year-old Tremere club owner of the Velvet Kiss. Uh, Jay and Bianca made their second appearance here, this time actually role-playing it. The second appearance was the first appearance was implied because it was a week, it was a few weeks between adventures and lives are had uh but on this particular outing they actually met the proprietor the proprietor excuse me of this lovely establishment uh i'm not even going to attempt to rehash what it looked like because this was ian's brainchild and it was wonderful and i won't you can't recreate that type of magic but also in this club absolutely rocking it on the dance floor in the back in the back of the club because there are two separate areas one which is more relaxed and conversational the other being more club and dance and uh possible illegal libations but the illegal libations are provided by said club never bring your own outside uh, accoutrement as Ash found out quickly whereupon he tried to do so and was immediately admonished by both the bouncers and the owners for trying to pass off certain uh, powdered substances uh, he was also admonished for some very tr- bad behavior outside of the world of which we don't know how Ramsey even knew, but he seemed to know a lot about what the group was up to. Uh, he also half flirted, half was educating Jay and Bianca, mostly flirting. I think I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't know where flirting started, but it happened. 
as as is tradition in vampire, apparently. Freaking maniacs. Uh, Ash was not happy about being dressed down by someone older and apparently much more wiser. Uh, this caused him to not only become much more hungry, I think he was at three hunger when we left, when we ended, found someone off the street, could not control himself, and drained that person. Uh, fortunately, Brad could not be with us, but I do very much know what Ash uh, got up to right after that. And that's something we'll roleplay on another night, because it's probably going to be a very interesting conversation that he's having with himself. But now, we're actually going to roll back. We're going to turn back time to when Talia left to receive the boon that was given by John to basically uh, get rid of the blood curse of the salubri, of which is known as haunted, where if someone tastes their blood, they want to spit. I will say suck them dry. It still counts to suck them dry. No, stop. <laughs> For those listening. No. Jess, now we're going to describe it. Jess, Jess di- just demonstrated some macaroni and cheese mouth bullshit, okay? We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. It's great to be back, folks. I Euphemism. miss y'all. These are euph- <laughs> euphemisms and metaphors. Macaroni and cheese mouth is what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> <laughs> the kids being Daryl and Jess, apparently. Truly unfortunate that those are also now legally my pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> so Someone called the government, put it down. <laughs> We're stamping it on their macaroni and cheese mouth, Jess. Put it on their license. <clears throat> yes, Wade. Macaroni and cheese mouth. Five feet. <laughs> five feet tall. Uh, but yes, you left. Did you leave a letter or a text message? I cannot remember off the top of my It was mind. a note. It was a note. You left a note uh, in your own personal secret haven so that... Uh, People did not feel as abandoned as other times when you just kind of ran off into the darkness. Screaming. I didn't scream, but I ran from a car. So this time I was just running a little errand, you know, just grabbing some milk. I'll be back. Quick, A quick 20 minute slash month long errand where no one has seen you or heard from you. Um, you received word from one of John's people, as John is not one to get in contact himself about where to meet, because as we've stated before, the the Sanguine Palace has been destroyed, for the most part. You essentially find yourself in what is an empty lot, it looks like, uh, I'm assuming you get Uber there. You, do you scoot there? Do you get a scooter? None of this matters. I just want to <laughs> get the vibe of how you arrive. I, I would not have scooted there. Okay. No. I just want to get the general vibe of how you arrive. And I wouldn't have gone, like, I wouldn't have Ubered directly there. Yes, you're much more careful. 
than that. Yeah. You you usually do the whole three three four blocks away and walk it. Yeah. Which is fine because when you arrive, you see a completely empty lot. You don't see anything there. And make a witch and awareness for me. I would do sense the unseen too if there's nothing there. If you activate sense the unseen. Yeah. There's no need to roll. Okay. There are three individuals surrounding you as soon as you stop and activate this. Do you give away that you can see them in any way? Do you say anything? Or do you simply wait? Do I recognize them? You do not. There are two feminine individuals uh, dressed in what I can kind of call like if a school uniform was fashioned like school uniform but make it fashion and then a masculine individual who kind of the same but in that K-drama-esque type of school uniform where it's just like that's just a suit that type of deal Mm -hmm. but it looks like they if anything if you had to guess these were the lowest members of the totem pole in this chantry those still learning and so they have to dress a certain way probably something that John implemented because it, it was funny to him one day but you don't recognize any of them now so I think I would like look at them and like watch for a few minutes and then if they don't say anything I would say good evening yeah, you don't even get to a few minutes. Okay. Before the bag is put over your head. <laughs> Great. And one of them says, This is standard protocol. Please don't be alone. We won't hurt you, but we can't have you knowing exactly what we're doing and where you're going. I understand. Safety. And as soon as you said, I say I understand, they take the bag off your head. And now you're in a building. A lot of exposed brick. Uh, think of like a very a steampunk wizard's house, if that makes sense. Like kind of like more modern, but obvious like that... Uh, that research feel of okay. like any moment, like of any moment, you could just walk walk into a room. There's just a huge book, a uh, bookcase, uh, book vials me, of stuff. I mean, library. Excuse me, I said bookcase instead of library. Uh, there's just like you can any room you walk into could be just the largest library, but it's very very much like the, the magicians. Vibe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. very much, very like the physical house. It's very much the physical house of the magicians. Yep. Uh, uh, and you see just a lot of folks just walking, by, walking around 
doing various research. Some of them drinking wine or, or what looks like wine, speaking to each other. Some of them looking at you and then looking back at each other, kind of looking over every now and then. But it very much does give off that student dorm type of feel in that everyone's communicating everyone's got books everyone seems to be doing something but you definitely can feel that now that you hear you have the attention even though they are not directly giving it to you um and immediately one of the uh one of the feminine uh individuals says my name is valerie uh please follow me john's waiting for you of course lead the way she leads you through this building, um, which it gives you're reminiscent of when you met the Tremere Coterie in El Cajon, in that it, this place is impossibly big. Even for the already, you were just essentially teleported and that's out of your realm of knowledge anyway that's a level of what the fuckery that i doubt you have come across uh on top of the fact that now you're in this seemingly almost nearly endless place where eventually you do run you stop seeing people because it seems like even though this place does seem huge it does not have a lot of folks just inside of it at the moment it seemed like almost you were in the common room and then you moved out of it and now you just are running into other students at the sock hop or whatever kids are saying these days. God, I'm old. Um, macaroni and cheese mouth, I believe that's what they're saying these days. Macaroni and cheese mouth. People are saying a lot of things these days. Yeah. Stop trying to make fetch a thing. Uh, <laughs> and you come to this very large ornate door and instantly with every memory you've had of seeing John you know that this is his office you don't need to see a placard or anything and it has um, this metallic filigree on the outside of it and it looks like the metal is bending and reshaping itself into different shapes uh, purely for decor like this whatever magic was placed on here was purely for the looks and you know that John loves serving a look he is a fancy bitch uh, Valerie approaches the door and knocks on the one portion of it that is not uh, does not appear malleable or honestly just fucking weird to look at it's one of those things of like you stare at it long enough it becomes uncomfortable to look at unless yeah. unless you're like just a person that loves that type of thing it's almost like when you stare at like a bunch of holes in a picture it starts to get that weird tingly feeling on your skin if you were still able to feel that as a vampire um and she she knocks on the door and immediately it opens inward. And what I can only describe as like a 1930s-esque detective's office kind of feel, but complete, but also 
full-blown library, complete with cauldron bubbling in the middle of the room. Uh, it looks like there are tables set up here for experimentations. Um, uh, another way I could describe it, uh, the house from what we do in the shadows, like Laszlo's little library area. It's kind of like that. If it okay. was caught, if you're caught up on the recent season where he's doing yeah. experiments, it's kind of like that, but a lot bigger. Uh, thank God for TV references. I would, I would never have actual descriptions of shit in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's sitting behind a large desk that is just piled high with books and weird blades and tools uh, and he he's staring directly at the door you're not sure if he posed himself because again this is John uh, or if he was legitimately reading something and you just came in uh, he is currently wearing no shirt under a leather a leather jacket crop top uh, very anime very much anime like John dresses like an anime protagonist in <laughs> a lot of the time uh, like it's hat like it's he's got this half drag half anime thick deal that honestly just works for him uh, I think this is probably the first time you've seen him not wearing any makeup on his face uh, completely bare face uh, no nail polish and he's just got on what looks like very comfortable but uh, car- cargo pants that are tucked into boots like he's got this It's it, it works for him you're not sure if it will work for anyone else if you didn't have the abs for it uh, and he walks over to you well, I'm glad you can make it. Uh, I'm going to tell you now. What we're going to do is not going to be pleasant. I understand. This, before we get into it, I'm going to give you a bit of background on the Tremere clan. So you understand where I'm coming from and why there will be this will be significant to your unlife going forward. Eons ago, the Tremere, we had a blood curse, much like every other clan. We were not fans of it. And being mages, we worked towards getting rid of it. Eventually we did. And now, our blood can no longer bind anyone judging by your company I don't think that's going to be a problem for you in that you no longer can create ghouls well you can create ghouls but they wouldn't be loyal to you you cannot you basically cannot uh, ensure someone's loyalty but also because you are not Tremere I cannot tell you any other side effects that could come from this but what I can tell you is I believe we can eliminate your Bellamy problem I appreciate the help 
I hope you don't mind a lot of pain. It's going to get there. I'll do my best to make you comfortable. I believe you take your blood not directly from the tap, correct? Correct. We'll stock up. Is there any particular type that you prefer? O, A, B positive? Not really. Okay. Virgin? Child? No. Okay. Just, well, I'm just wondering. <laughs> we I feel take... like if her face could get like any more serious, it did just then. Yes. No. <laughs> that, this this was a moment of... <laughs> that was a small peek into who the Tremere are when he asked, child? <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, no. It's like, oh, all right. Oh, oh. Oh, I thought I was being courteous. <laughs> like, that's kind of, that's almost the vibe you guys like. Well, oh, I was being courteous. I, I offer my best vintage of uh, eighth grader and turned me down. <laughs> we'll make it senior so it's not as weird. Okay. Uh, anyway. Well, that being said, let's get started. Valerie, bring him in and make sure he's nuzzled. And you see, they bring before you Bellamy, completely shackled and muzzled, almost got the full, the full head of Elector regalia being brought in. And as soon as he sees you, he starts trying to go at you. Um, a few. It look. It appears to you that. Some of, there are some chanting. There is some chanting going on from a few of the people bringing them in, and their hands are outstretched towards him. Uh, you are not one for blood sorcery, so you have no idea what's happening. Um, but uh, he is a person who also uses blood sorcery, but apparently right now he cannot get it get out of these shackles, and he cannot use it on you. And they take him off of this uh, gurney, for the lack of a better term, this upright gurney, and put him on one of the tables inside of this room, strap him down, and they keep him muzzled. If you don't mind, would you please get on the table? John says to you. Uh, I'll nod and go ahead and lay down. Okay. I'm going to have to strap you in. Only because pain for us can make us do a lot of things that we wouldn't normally do. And I wouldn't want you to lash out at me while I'm trying to help you. And he, and he straps you down. Okay. Now, fortunately, and they and they sit you up. Like, they sit you up uh, across from each other, both you and Bellamy. I really only need one of you to be awake from this. And he puts out his hand, and someone hands him a stake, and he immediately stakes Bellamy, and he stops struggling. That was getting annoying, I'm sorry. 
I thought I, <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was going to be able to tolerate the whole yelling and gur part, but I, I wasn't. He's still alive, you know. That doesn't kill us. You are aware of that. I've staked someone before. Well, actually, funny fact, fun fact: if you believe it enough, it can kill you. For oh, those that's of interesting. us, believe it's achieve it. For those of us who learn our own history from movies, they tend to go right into the more uh, oh, garlic can running water can kill me, and because you believe it so much, eventually they will be able to. But we're not them. So let's get started. And now we're gonna fast forward four weeks later. Gosh, that's a long time. Yeah. Roll me a rouse check, please. Okay. Uh, success. Very good. That means you're only at four hunger. <laughs> Holy shit. As the process and relative secret nature that this has now undertaken has left you so stressed out and so hurt that the hunger has been ebbing towards you. They've done very well in keeping you fed, but at some point during this experimentation, during this uh, process, John became more and more secretive about what he was doing with you. He's, he's moved you and Bellamy to several different locations and all he keeps telling you is that he's trying to keep you safe as well as keep his word. That's all he keeps repeating over and over and over. Uh, it's been weeks since Bellamy actually required the state to stay calm it seems as though whatever process this is undertaking it has been working but it hasn't quite finished yet he's able to be in a room with you he's able to not not uh, bare his teeth and try to get to you but you can still see that that look of hunger in his eye when he sees you. What has gone from, it has gone from a ravenous, unending need to just a temptation. But even that the temptation is still there, you know how dangerous that can be. Because what's to stop that from bringing it right back to what it was? Tonight you wake up in, not on the bed, not on the gurney, excuse me, but in the room that has been set up for you. Um, not a lot to it. Uh, there are creature comforts. It's very much like a going back to the dorm room feel, but it's like a single a single person's dorm room, uh, a single bed, a desk, a mini fridge with a few blood packs in it, and a small TV, uh, like a little 24, 32 inch TV. Would I have been able to text Jay to let her know that 
that is things another. were taking longer than I planned. That is another thing. John told you that it perhaps would not be best if you contacted anyone during this time. Could I then ask John, um, like, could you just let know Jay know um, that we're working together and that I'm okay and I'll be back when we're done? I'll let her know. Um, and tomorrow night I'll tell you why this is why this has been stretched out a bit more I think uh, I think we're I think we're nearing the safe zone for us to just go back to full blow, full blown exper- uh, sorry experimentation surgery I should say but tonight, just trust that I'll get word. I'll get word out. Thank you. And that will actually bring us to the current night for which. You and just ha- how long ago did that happen? Did he say that he was going to get contact to you? Mm-hmm. You haven't received word. Anytime that easy bitch. <laughs> I was gonna say, anytime that I was conscious, I would have asked about Jay. Like I would have like as soon as I noticed that it was taking longer. I will say I said that, like I'll yes. be back and note like we already had a conversation about how like Jay didn't want to be left again. So I wouldn't have been like, oh, it's been, you know, a week and I'm still here, probably was still undergoing like heavy experimentation probably couldn't wasn't like conscious enough to be like hey need to text jay but like at like week two or week three i was probably like in the room like hey john can i maybe use my phone (laughs) for jay i will say specifically uh, actually, no, you still wouldn't have gotten word because a lot of things happened with above board. A lot of things happened when you should have gotten word, but that a distraction happened in the way of Ash and his hunter friend. The person God that damn it, Ash, the person that would have been the one to inform you of this instead had to uh dress down Ash in his club. But the night, the next night comes, and John knocks on your door. You know it's him. He's the only one that even comes to your door now. I would answer it. Okay. I think we're in the clear. I can tell you what's happening. You ever heard the word? You ever heard the name Strauss before? Would I, storyteller, have heard the name Strauss before? You were in LA, yes. Strauss, for years, was the keeper of Elysium for several princes there, and is also the regent of the LA Tremere, which is the uh, this what is that's what John is for here in San Diego. Um, he is so also would, yes. Go ahead. Would my sire have told me to stay away from him then, probably. Oh, most definitely. Okay. 
Strauss is a Camarilla through and through unless it comes to his clan. His clan will always come first, but he is, he has been known to kick people out for bad-mouthing the Camarilla in his presence. Uh, he is also the very definition of a true, like, of, of a wizard of research and experimentation. Um, his his people are known as the rabbits and they are known to make their home in the uh, magic castle in LA. Uh, but you also know that being a true wizard through and through, that means like he's probably one of the wizards that did a lot of fucked up shit to a lot of clans back in the day, such as creating gargoyles and then just kind of living them or experimenting on very rare clans to see what made their blood xyz so potent and or so special that type of deal like if a young kindred just went missing off the street there's a possibility that a tremere got them but who knows also young kindred tend to be very dumb uh what <laughs> no I mean, uh, J- Jay now has co- has the common sense merit, so a lot of that shit gets curved now. When I wanted to be curved. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, so then I would say, uh, yes, I have. Well, he's in town. And he's been coming around a few of our holds. Nothing too terrible, but I don't want him to know about you. Because if he knows about you, what's to stop him from simply stating, well, let's go this way with this experiment, or better yet, let me take her back to LA with me. Or, maybe you never came here, no one ever heard of you, and you just disappear because he decided it. So, I am not of the Camarilla he is, and I shudder to what reason he is here for but this is my town this is my chantry I will conduct my I will conduct my own experimentations he will not have a say in it but I will also keep my word to you and I thought that in this moment keeping my word to you meant keeping you safe from him as well so I apologize for the extra time but I think well, I know. We'll finally get it done tonight. I really appreciate that. Sincerely. And if anything does happen, if he shows up for no reason, which, if it's him, let's be honest, it could happen. He's a very po- powerful practitioner of magic. I've got a way out for you. I got a friend that... Uh, He's well, he's already agreed to take you in and get you to your friend if need be. Oh, here, Eddie tosses you your phone. Last night, might as well tell them. Thank you. I'll be I'll be waiting for you over there. If you need to make a phone call now, if you want to wait till after, I'll leave that to you. 
Um, I will text Jay, uh, and then I will say to John, um, I will be right out. Let's get this done. What do you text Jay? Um, sorry, things are taking so long. I hope my message from John came through. Um, I should be home soon. What day is it? <laughs> is it a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or perchance are, Sunday? Are, are you asking because you might not be at home? What, yes. Or you might be busy? I might be out with Bianca. So how I respond depends on what day of the week it is. Let's say... We'll call it a Sunday night. We'll say it's okay. been two, it's been two days since uh, you were last at the building. Kiss at least, or okay. actually, actually no, it's been a week since you were at the Velvet Kiss. So it is a Friday night. Sure, Friday night. Gonna do you right. Okay, I am <laughs> out. I am having a good time. Talia sends me this, and you get a dot 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 and then it stops and then you get a dot 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 and then it stops and then after probably like a minute or so you get oh my god talia i miss you <laughs> ah! and that's it where would you say you and bianca are at you're the actual san diego native so you can choose the fictional place that you were just at or you can go somewhere else we're at Park Nightclub. This is, is, is a real place? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Jay the type to have their location on? No, she's not that stupid. All right, just want to see. Just one. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I just, Wait, hey, on, hey. A, on our burner phones? No. Hey, 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 hey. I was, I'm just making sure. Check, check, just checking it out. All right. All right. I, I think you almost get. Talia looks at the text message and there's like almost a smile, and then she just puts it in her pocket and it's like, okay. Um, you meet in this other laboratory type room. This one has less of a uh, homey feel and more of just a pure science like actual medical feel to it um, still definitely like some underground type shit like it definitely looks like some side room in a some place that used to probably be just like a meat locker that they refurbished into uh, into like a surgery-esque type room once again there's all types of blades and knives along the wall because blood mages need to uh, create trickles of blood. Um, and standing in the room talking to John is Bellamy. Uh, unmuzzled, unchained. And he gives you that same hungry look, but he does not go for it. And he looks away from you and he goes, Oh, are we 
ready to get rid of this little problem between you and I? Yes. Just four ready. weeks. I, I need to get back to my show. Ready to be free? I'm ready to do magic that people think is fake magic again. So, yes. All right. And uh, John picks up uh, two blades off the wall. You've become accustomed to this process because it's been a lot of actual bloodletting. Part of the reason why you've been so hungry, as well as the pain, is that he's functionally been draining what's left of the blood in your body out of you too, basically bleeding you almost completely dry up until like near full-blown desiccation or actual torpor and performing some type of you don't know we just call it Tremere bullshit when you're not a Tremere performing some Tremere bullshit it's been working Yeah, fair enough. It's, it's almost in the same vein of when you were playing Bellamy Mm -hmm. uh, his ability to just kind of force a wound open on a mortal and suck the blood out that way. That's kind of what's been happening. He makes a small nick on you and then the blood's just been, draw been getting drawn out of you into the cauldron in which he's been doing a lot of hocus pocus, uh, artichokus, bibbity bobbity boo shit. You know, the technical term for very serious Tremere things, of which we all just yeah. call Tremere bullshit. Very serious. It sounded very silly, but yes. Yeah, for, yeah. This, this is the silly group. You two, <laughs> you, we, you, you know that you two are the silly group. Let's We're be being honest. very serious today. You're Thank telling you. me that Jess Macaroni and Cheese Mouth Wade is silly? How dare you? Offended. If you were a goose, you'd be the silliest of them. Thank you. I tip my hat, sir. <laughs> Take a gander at this silly goose. That's, Shut the that's... fuck up. Nope, it's over. No, what? no more. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> really? Because I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gander is another word for goose. All right. Let's... I know and he like says we're so the much. silly ones. I let's... know. Let's all right, all right, we're having fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. So John continues to do this experimentation. You drop to five hunger. It was going to happen. I know. And during this process. The pain has become less and less as the curse seems to wane and wane. What was once searing, screaming agony of which you weren't aware that Kindred could even experience, it's now gone down to annoyance, still pain, but like just something hurting just enough to annoy you but not ruin your day. Like, you could work through this. This is a real world. This is a not even a two ibuprofen problem. This is a one ibuprofen problem, and you'll just walk it off, and eventually you'll be fine. But the real issue here is 
the whispers of the beast talking to you as you approach five hunger and you just hear your sire that british accent that patrick stewart accent uh in your mind telling you to just rip everyone apart that's the easiest way to break this curse it's the same it's been the same thing every single time just telling you to break out and just kill bellamy that's the simplest way to solve your problem if he wants to hunt you because of your if he wants to hunt you because of your blood then simply destroy him it's the simplest notion pick up one of your blades and behead him before he can cast one of his little spells he's even tied to the table oh he thinks you're not a threat now look at that no kill him kill him that's all you've gotten so far but you have a bit more control over yourself even though you're at ravenous hunger you're on the verge of frenzy you've been on that way uh, and yet john is saw fit to kind of just let you be free here he didn't lock you up knowing how hungry you were and the pain subsides the blood stops flowing the glow from the cauldron dies down and you even in your now the hunger that was once in Bellamy's eyes is gone and it's completely in yours as everybody looks like a snack right now John doubly so uh I don't know if Bellamy had the looks feature. It could be everyone that looks like a snack in this place. Who knows? <laughs> but immediately, John gets really close to you, puts his hand on your head, and looks you directly in the eye. I think we did it. Hey, Bellamy, you want to bite this one? No. Still fucking hungry, though. Okay, we're Tremere. We have blood aplenty, don't worry. And he walks behind you to like what looks like a regular door, but he put, puts his hand on it and presses it. It's one of those pop-open uh, ones that there's, it looks like there's a cooler full of blood, blood bags in there. Drink that and not each other, and I think we'll be fine. I'm going to secure you both safe passage so that uh, Strauss isn't all up in my shit. Can I leave you two alone? Or am I going to have a bloodbath coming back in here? He's mostly directing this towards Bellamy. Bellamy wordlessly walks over to one of the bloodbaths and like a Capri Sun just starts draining it. I th I thank you, John, for all of your help. And then uh, I say, uh, I think we'll be fine. I'll leave you to it. Jay, what are you doing at the park club? Show me your boobs. Oh my god. Illegal. Illegal. <laughs> god. <laughs> oh, That's you're it. right. You're right. Sorry, sorry. Show us your boobs. Bianca wants to see them too. Jesus Christ. Where is it? So, based on this, have you been uh, 
beating on people who have been drinking? Hell yeah. Okay, so say, so you're you're literally blood drunk right now. Okay, so Jay is useless at the moment. <laughs> I would not say useless. I would say in an elevated state of mind. That's acid. <laughs> no, maybe. Maybe she did. Who knows? The person that she drank from, I guess. Yes, the same effects that would be on that person would then enter you. So you'd be a vampire functionally on acid. If that's what you're saying here, I'm going to need to just roll all your unspent willpower roll. Willpower, if you actually are wanting, wanting to say that you purposely sought someone on acid. I wouldn't say that I purposely sought someone on acid, but if they happen to be on acid, like, whoops. How about this? Higher low. High. High. Yeah. High, they're on it. Low, they're not. Okay. They are not. I rolled a 20. All right. They're just, they've been having a lot of, uh, What's a, what's a drink that I don't... They've been drinking margaritas all night. Slipper nipples. Sure. Show us your slippery nipples. Just just like saying the word nipples. <gasps> nipple, Shh, nipple, nipple, nipple. Really? Nipple. Oh my god, I haven't said that on camera or on, on recording in so long. Wow. They literally saved it for when you came back, Nana. Yeah, great. Thanks. What a wonderful present. I don't endorse this. <laughs> I do not endorse this behavior. I'm Daryl Dorsey, and I did not approve this message. I like Watch your macaroni and cheese mouth. It's hornier when the ace person's here. Thanks. Not true. Hey, when we went into that horrible place where I had to look at the floor, <laughs> was an but episode with just you and I in it. <laughs> But there have also been lots of horny episodes without you. Okay. I just want to state for the record, Jay is just a horny little vampire. That's true. There's their predator. The predator type is Siren Black. That's, you're gonna get what you're gonna get. I have the most ace predator type where I don't even have to touch people. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm like, that oh, people? <laughs> no. Pass. <laughs> I'm going to ask you this, Nana. Uh, would Talia want to hold conversation, or would she just be purely focusing on not being almost frenzy bound hungry right now? Talia would be just um, drinking and just like watching Bellamy to see what he's doing. You both are going through these blood bags like parada on a steak that's been dropped into a fish tank. Uh, not a single splatter of blood hits the floor. Um, and I will allow that you with the amount that was here you come back down to And once you both are fully sated, well, not fully, but sated enough that you're not murderous, Bellamy turns to you. 
You know, I never got to thank you for saving me in LA. It was the right thing to do. It was the stupid thing to do. I am sorry for all the pain that this caused, but this was the safest way so that we could both survive. You have a very large heart for such a cold-looking face. Thank you. It's only half a compliment, dear. You've met the rest of us. It's not... And just between us, the large heart was the... not the compliment. Yeah. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. I do. But be careful with whom you give your trust. And be careful not to try to save everyone, because not everyone's deserving of it. They would have killed me a lot quicker had I not saved you. That's not up to me to decide, but... I thank you nonetheless, and I apologize for, you know, trying to murder you in your own house. And also trying to kill your Nosferatu friend. And also trying to kill, like, several other people and infiltrating your group to hunt you down and track you down. You know, the, the, the bloodlust that your curse put upon me made me make a lot of weird decisions that I normally wouldn't have gone for uh, but I think it's time for me to go back on the road here Vegas is nice I probably can secure a residency there for a time I'm sure you can apology accepted oh nah. the whisper is that Strauss is around yeah Try to steer clear of him. That's the plan. Some of us are truly only looking to expand expand our magical forte. Some of us are looking purely to experiment because we can. What's that movie with the with the uh, with the T Rexes? Um, Jurassic Park. Yes, the line from it. You focused on can and think of should that can be applied to a lot of Tremere some of Strauss's ilk can be of that nature and someone his age and I met your friend Salamo, Strauss is older than him someone of that age I don't know his views but The person that declared praxis here, he'll most likely be on her side. So, watch your back. Watch yours as well. Is Talia wearing a headband or a hat? Yeah. When's the last time you took it off? Just to change it. Probably not since we've been doing this. Um... Tell me the next time you look in a mirror. Just remind, just write, make a note of that. 
at that moment when Bellamy I mean not Bellamy when John returns he goes okay I've got uh, rides for both of you well Bellamy you can find your own way Bellamy just goes yep and just walks out of the room <laughs> just walks, yep. he's got so many followers he's fine uh so Strauss hasn't found this location apparently he's kicking around my other my other place asking questions so we should be safe for the night I'm going to drop you at a friend of mine's club he's a very powerful ancient uh, old Tremere I already instructed him to ensure that you're safe throughout the night because I'm sure if I'm seen whoever's working for Strauss is going to be very curious as to what I'm doing at. so a few of my people are going to take you and then from there I'm sure one of your friends can find you I leave it up to you as to who you want to contact uh, pretty sure Jay's at a club right now And thank them and th- thank her again for securing that uh, bowl for me. It comes in handy whenever I need to find you all. I I will. And make sure and make sure you wink at her very mischievously. If you can capture like how fabulous I look and how mischievous I wink in that moment. <laughs> I like look up, trying to like picture how to do a wink. And I'm like, I will try. I don't know if my face can do that. Oh, God. Did you get Botox? I'm kidding. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> and, ba- and Valerie shows up once again. And, uh... You see the bag in her hand. Well, you know how this part goes. Yes. Good. This at this time from the front, she put the bag and put on you, and instantly taken off. And once again, you're in the middle of an empty lot. Uh, this one is not. It's not the same lot that you were in, but this time there is a vehicle waiting, and it takes you off into the night into downtown San Diego where you are dropped at a very busy looking uh, club. There is a line going around the corner and people are just whispering about the location. Um, It's very Greek mausoleum-ish looking. Uh, And upon your getting out, Valerie gets out with you and walks you past the past the group into the very large looking um, Austrian like an obviously German looking person I don't know if you know how like when you see a movie you're just like that person's obviously a German actor like you don't know how you know but when you're looking at it it's like that guy's definitely German Uh, you see he's got a name tag on and it says Klaus on it um, and she goes, Klaus, uh, 
a visitor from the region. I don't know what that means, but um, I'm going to assume that means you're a friend of Ramses. Yeah? He says this looking at you. Um, <laughs> I look at Valerie, and then I look at him, and then I Valerie, look at Valerie, and then I'm Val like, Valerie yes. looks at you. Va Valerie tries to give you that just say yes look. Okay. Uh, I was told to expect one of you tonight. Okay. And he opens the the uh, velvet rope for you. You'll, fi you'll find him in his office. What the fuck accent am I doing? I'm <laughs> trying to figure that out, bud. But that's okay. I know I did. I did German last time, and that turned into that turned into Swedish, kind of. Yeah, from Sweden. It's okay, so we're going to do it this way. But I'm pretty sure I was doing a freaking Austrian accent. Like, okay, so okay, so you're going to go back to the place, yeah? Okay. <laughs> Look at it with the biceps and the triceps. Look, you're going to get a good pump going. A good pump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Klaus sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a very subtle <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. He switches from Swedish to Austrian to German accents at any given time. <laughs> uh, but you are led through this uh the front half which is very pleasant talia doesn't do clubs or bars but this seems like a very good like a a place you can actually come to talk and it won't overflow it won't overflow your eardrums or if you just wanted to come and read a book and have a drink if you were still human and did that type of thing, that's your let. I don't go in clubs unless I got a hideout in them. <laughs> like I did that one time. It was the highlight of the summer. It'll never happen again until the next time it happens. Uh, you are led all the way to the back to a back office, in which a very tall gentleman who appears to be almost—it looks like he's hairless. He's wearing fine uh, a purple suit. With a black shirt, a nice hat, with uh, plenty of jewels, and he just says, "Are you Talia?" Yes. John told me to expect you. I'll be taking care of you from now on until I get you to your friends. I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Back to Jay. Are you still drunk in a bar somewhere? <laughs> no. Do you go back to talk to your friend who, who you haven't heard from in a month? Or also, Talia, you have your phone and you're out in the world. You can contact whomever you want. You're just now at a place called the Velvet Kiss. Okay. I would probably text Jay, but um, I wouldn't want to give like a location away. So I would just say, um, done with my business. Um, when you have time, um, or like if you're not busy and can call, I can tell you where I am. 
immediately call. Okay. <laughs> um, so am I still in the office? Yes. Or did did he give me a room? Or something? You're still no. This is, this this is still in the office. He just went and started doing his rounds. Okay. So then I would say, oh my oh. God, she's take. Oh, okay. Hi. I was not just to say anything, actually. <laughs> um, Talia, it is so good to hear your voice. Hi. Sorry that took so long. Um, the I didn't think that uh, that whole ordeal would take entirely that long at all. Um, I'm at the, what is it called again? The Velvet Kiss. I'm at the Velvet Kiss. Uh, I I'll be right there. Dropped off there for safe keeping. Okay. <laughs> uh, it is nice to hear your voice too <laughs> as you're hanging up. <laughs> you just hear. You just hear <laughs> as a bat and, and, and <laughs> as bat wings take off. Okay, uh, I would. I will make sure that I am in a place where humans cannot see me. Do you <laughs> let Bianca know since apparently you're with her? Uh, yes. I do. Um, Bianca? Velvet Kiss? Velvet Kiss Bianca? Okay. Excellent. Uh, if you want to drive, I will meet you there. Good, because I'm a little hungry right now, and I see someone across the bar that looks like a snack in both terms of word. Do you? No, I shouldn't. All right, I'll see you soon. And then I scurry outside, throw myself behind a dumpster, and heat. I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> I've never been behind a dumpster. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah, you didn't go to Ball State. You weren't down in the trenches with us. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it does make a point. You never, you never threw up and just took like a short little siesta behind a, behind a trash can somewhere. You never fell asleep in a, in lie waiting for hot dogs, even though you don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> That's true. I've never done those things. You've never had a hot dog. I've never fell asleep in line waiting okay. for hot dogs. Okay. No. All right. Okay. I don't eat. I don't eat hot dogs. I don't enjoy them. Uh, Hot dogs are nasty. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I tried to bite into one, and, and just full blown, the exorcist did it out. Did it out. Veggie dogs, on the other hand. Okay, freaking vegan. Perfection. Freaking vegan. <laughs> My other set of pronouns. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> We're finding a lot of different genders tonight, people. Uh, Heyo. <laughs> Third gender bat. That's it. All I right. want to know what mine are in your eyes. Okay, I'm gonna have to put my my noggin to work. I will give them to you at the end of the episode. Okay. We're getting there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you bat to the velvet kiss. I'm assuming that this particular club, I don't have a map up of San Diego, is already near the downtown area. So it's, or 
I'm asking you, is it already downtown? Uh, I will say that the fictitious uh, club that Ian created is in fact downtown. No, it, that that was downtown. I was asking oh. you if the if the one you're flying from is downtown. The totally real and the not real fictitious park nightclub is downtown. Yes, yes. that's yes. The real one is okay. <laughs> yes, Ian's place we already established is a downtown establishment. Uh, because the Sanguine Palace was near uh, Little Italy area, which is an offset of downtown anyway. So, yes, all of the general same area. So it doesn't take you too long to fly there. And being a kindred establishment, uh, there are plenties of nooks and crannies for a person to like do weird stuff on the outside and not have someone find them. So you... Use your sonar, even though bats have very good eyesight. Find a place, <laughs> find a place behind yet another, another trash can. But this one a bit cleaner. Uh, and you form up into oh god, what? Okay, what is Jay wearing? Mm, so glad <laughs> that you have asked. Is there a theme for this evening's festivities? Don't don't do this to me. <laughs> It's already been done. Meeting your best friend again for the first time in a month. That's the theme. Okay. Um, I would be in a pink, like a dark pink velvet jumpsuit um, that has thin straps up top, very booby, um, and really extenuates the curves in my ass. Also wearing leather heels that go up to my thighs over the jumpsuit. So we're going to say that you and Bianca, before going to the club, went to go see the Barbie movie and and dressed up for the occasion. And now you're here. Yeah, that's not just a regular J fit. I've never heard the word pink come out of your mouth in regards to her. It's been black or purple this entire time. Barbie movie changed her. Okay. <laughs> all right. I haven't seen the movie, so all of my uh, all of my comments in there with all right. Uh, it's okay. You're still Kenuff. What? You're Kenuff. You will understand one day. <laughs> oh, I got it when you said it. I okay. just—it was more—it was more the audacity. Hmm. Uh, well, I am in my oh shucks, my Mojo Dojo Casa house. So I thought you were gonna say your macaroni and cheese mouth era. <laughs> that too. God, this, is, this episode needs. <laughs> you have but that you, power. I know. You missed me so much. You don't want it to end. <laughs> what is this? You, we went right back into shenanigans so quickly. It's been, well, you it's, did call me a silly goose. You said I was the silliest of the geese. <laughs> you said gander upon them, the silliest of geese. I'm cutting that part out. No, we'll be able to prove no. it ever. <laughs> I'm cutting Daryl, any. How dare you? But we heard it, and we know. Yeah, but you won't be able to prove it in a court of law. You've made it to the velvet kiss. Um, <laughs> going right back into it. Uh, in my velvet outfit. 
Yes. Incredible. Oh, That's in your velvet, in your velvet outfit. Uh, Klaus recognizes you immediately, gives you a, a nod, and then looks and then looks around behind you and goes, um, "Is your weird friend going to be joining us tonight?" I have a lot of weird friends, so I don't you know, know who you're referring to. I, I, yes, I have a feeling you know exactly who I am. Mean. Probably not, but who's to tell? The troublemaker. I thought I was the troublemaker. <laughs> I'm going to give a little shake of my shoulders. There are different types of trouble. Some is good. You're right. Mine is good. And again, I'm going to shake my shoulders as I walk on by. He lets you in. You hear a few murmurs of people staring at your ass. Um, <laughs> it's a good ass. All right. Take it down a notch. No, I refuse. Um, Talia, do you remain in... Actually, no. Uh, You make your way into the Velvet Kiss, and you see Ramsey doing his rounds, and he spots you almost immediately, gives you a nod, but he's doing his host duties that that you partook of the last time you were here the consummate host uh, making everything just that little bit more personal, actively going through each table, making sure people have what they need. But he gives you a nod, and when he does, uh, another gentleman walks up behind you. His name tag says Reginald. He goes, hi, uh, Ramsey instructed me to take you back to his office should one of you come a call in. Uh, your friend is back there. Please follow me. And should I be expecting anyone else? I don't know. Yes. I believe we'll be here. Very good. We'll we'll reserve you a table in VIP. I've been instructed to roll out the red carpet while you are here. Thank you. Oh, no. My job is simply to serve. Uh, give me a wits and a... God damn it. Don't give me that look. Give me a wits and an uh, awareness. Do you want me to do a rouse check first? Uh, yes, please give me a rouse check. Yes. Failed. You're at two hunger. You're at two hunger. Why hungry. did I offer that? You're at two hunger, <laughs> but we had already... You're in too hungry, but we had already established that you had been feeding on someone that had been having libations, so you're fine. It'll go back. It rounds out to one. Oh, shit. I have to... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, Reginald very much has the hands of someone who hits things a lot. Like, he has the... Like, he has those thick... Like, those thick knuckles that looks like he's... And they're a little bit red. It looks like he's knocked someone out tonight. And you notice that when he says, I'm someone who, I, it's simply my job to serve. I'm going to look at my hands, like hold them up. I'm going to look at his hands and say, Reginald, are you okay? Should I say, are they okay? <laughs> Sometimes vendors need to be reminded why they should. 
uh, own up to their word when they say they're going to do something. And sometimes I have to speak very loudly without speaking loudly. Gonna give but, him a little up down as he says this. Uh, Reginald looks like he uh, even 200 pounds. Like he looks like he was a uh, he looks he has like a boxer's build for the sake of it because this is Ian's creation but he gave no description of what Reginald looks like. I'm going to do it. Uh, he's We're about, gonna make him hot, friends. <laughs> he's about six foot even, two hundred pounds. He has a uh, he has a short uh, hair short haircut uh, with a shorter well not short haircut uh, shorter afro haircut. Uh, African American gentleman, um, and his sideburns come down to a point, and he just has a mustache and and the chin and the. Uh, chin hair it's all very well detailed he seems like he keeps it doesn't look like if he if he's a boxer he hasn't taken many shots to the face he's managed to dodge them enough it looks like he's knocked out more people than he's ever been knocked out and what's he wearing uh he's just wearing a he's wearing a black a black suit befitting some uh the security the security here like he's dressed like security he's just wearing a name tag after my up-down, I'll say, remind me, Reginald, not to get on your bad side. Or maybe, maybe I should. I'm gonna give him a wink. That would be a conversation for when I'm not working, Jay. Remind me to have this conversation with you later, Reginald. Well, you can find me around. But I please. I can. But please. Follow me to the office. Pitter patter. <laughs> the fuck is my life? All right. You <laughs> love this. Don't even. Oh, uh, you follow. Yeah, you follow. You follow him to the office, and there, sitting there. Are what is what is Talia doing? Um, if I wasn't offered a chair, there were no, there's, left, oh no, there are, was there I are offered the chair? He would have offered you the chair. Ramsey, okay. <laughs> just based off Ramsey's whole hospitality shtick okay. of like very comfortable, like very squishy chairs that are in this car in here. It looks like there is a little area for where he full blown sleeps in here. Uh, like there's a little if you explore it at all but uh, Ian did mention that there is a a sleeping area back here specifically for him Uh, but it's a very comfortable office wherever he had like offered for me to sit is where I would still be sitting so like had he not like offered me a chair and was like oh I'm gonna go do my rounds I would still be standing there, but if he offered me a chair, I would be sitting in it. Still. There are chairs in front of his desk. There is also a couch in the back. He would have said, "Here, take a seat here," or there, the couch. There is a little coffee table and stuff right over there, as well. Okay. Did the coffee table have like some books and stuff? Sure. There's some. There are coffee. There are coffee table books. Yes. Okay. Then that's where I would be. There's like an old Maxim magazine from 2012. Uh, there's not. Uh, 
Yeah, there's some coffee table books. There's a, a, a was it how to how to make friends? That was the how to make how friends. Win friend, how to win friends? How to win friends? Influence yeah. people. Yeah, how to win friends and influence people. Sure, there's a copy of that for some reason. Uh, <laughs> sure, it's a great book. Are you it's there? Excellent. Are you there? Goddess be Margaret. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you said that first book as a shout out to uh, Treasures Untold because that's what the book club read. What the. Which one? Which, what do we read? How to how to um oh, shit. Yeah, friends we, and influence people. I forgot that's what we were reading. Uh yeah, there's a copy of Jumadri there. Uh so yeah. <laughs> there's a God uh God's <laughs> American Gods is on the Yeah, a lot of books are there. Sure. But is there a Mean Girls Burn book? No. Hmm. A shame. Guess uh, we're just gonna have to make one. But in the pillow for it. Jay, you walk in and you see your friend Talia, whom you haven't seen in over a month. Talia. Wearing nice the exact you, same friends. clothes that they were wearing a month ago. Talia. I know Talia. She she is an environmentalist queen wearing the same outfit. She doesn't need choices. This is her choice. Exactly. Um I think I stand right up and go like right in for the hug. You start the hug because I'm not Oh my god. And I just <gasps> Oh my god, is it happening? Oh my oh my god, Talia? <laughs> and I'm gonna hug you back. And I just say, I'm sorry. But still like in that like monotone, like no emotion. Just I'm sorry. Why? You told me that you were leaving and now you're back. But I was gone for a long time. Sometimes good things take time. Was it worth it? Yes. Bellamy is no longer after me. Mm. Um, Fuck that little bitch. There may be another problem in the area. I need to be careful of um, Strauss is his name. And I like will then break the hug if Jay isn't like Obviously Jay is still holding on. Then I but will if not. I can feel you struggle, I will release you. No, I'm not struggling. I'm just like having a full-blown conversation while hugging you. Okay. Um, but there's someone named Strauss who's also a Tremere that is dangerous and could hurt me. Did he also have some of you? No. Or does he just he know about just you and wants experiment you? on me if he knew I was here. God, the evil experimental scientist is so overdone. Like, you would think that they would do something better with their lives. Maybe change the world for the better, but no! Don't be evil. Yeah. I will release you now, because it has been a while since we started hugging. And it is almost too long for me to hug. <laughs> um, does, I... I was going to say, does Talia mention the Camarilla connection that Strauss has? Given yeah, that I, Jay I, is technically still the keeper of Elysium in San Diego. Um, 
yeah, he and uh, with you know dealings that we've had with the Camarilla lately, he is also a part of the Camarilla. And I'm just gonna make a this kind of face where I'm clenching my teeth uh, in an unpleasant way. Because, oops, I am technically a part of that. Yeah. So, the, me leaving shouldn't have taken so long. But we had to keep moving to keep me safe. That's okay. I just appreciate that you let me know. Um, waking up without you saying goodbye sucked. But seeing your note and the flower made me happy. Mostly the flower, because you remembered. The note made me a little sad, actually, but you did say you'd be back. So, in the end, it made me happy. I'm glad. Me too. Um, whew. A lot has happened. Um, Ash just lost his mind. And is in love with the hunter that wants to kill me. What? Uh-huh. Um, Bianca and I are friends. She's actually on her way to the Velvet Kiss. Um, did, did I meet Bianca? Yes. Who were there? She was the one that nearly killed Mav with an electric bolt. Right, but wasn't that Bellamy? No. no. I was there? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the nice that was the night that you ran away because you got everyone got so hungry. Gotcha. Okay. Is anyone in the room with us right now, Daryl? No. Not you know of. Okay. I'm going to get in real close to Talia's ear, and I'm going to say, I'm in good with Niles Monroe a little, I think. Fuck. I don't have his card on me. I think I say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I leave that. I leave that to Oh, okay. I was going to say, do you... <laughs> You don't, you don't bring it out and say. I physically don't have the card, but like Jay is like, oh my God, do I have the card? Is he going to show up right now? (laughs) Um, Because she doesn't know how it works. She doesn't know that it needs to be like physically taken out. Like she accidentally got it to work one time. Um, Um, Yeah, I think that's it. You... Tali, I don't think you ever met or heard the name Niles. You never, you never got that name, so you don't know who that is. Not really. It depends on how deep into vampire politics you believe Talia would be, as far as their sire teaching them. on politics if you want to try I'll let you roll an intelligence plus politics okay it was Bellamy that had all the the, the politics I think that like Talia's sire like mostly taught her stuff as like a way to be safe so actually rolled really well um four successes of all four of my dice 
Okay. Yeah, four out of four. Ain't bad. That's almost a song. Uh, <laughs> shout out and RIP to Meatloaf. Um, four out of four. You've heard the name in passing, specifically from your sire when he was teaching you, like movers and shakers, and people, uh, especially in ways that someone could gain power in kindred society. The name Niles came up. Uh, especially because you were turned right around the time that I believe the Lasabra were no longer being associated purely with the Sabbat, but and remind me, how long has Talia been a kindred? That's a great question. It had been two years, I think, at the start of the game. Okay. So, like, going on three. Okay, so yeah, in recent years, specifically, you know, uh, your sire told you about certain happenings with the Lasabra clan being unaffiliated with the Sabbat on Moss now and becoming more and more affiliated with the Camarilla. Uh, in that time, you've also heard of other others that are mainly just independent and you heard of a certain... Uh, Lasabra, who mostly operated out on the East Coast, uh, near Rhode Island specifically, that general area, who was essentially making himself known as a fixer of the kindred society, and through doing all of those jobs, gained so many boons and favors that he essentially in of himself gained enough power to be compared to a prince wherever he goes as far as like the favors he's able to call in uh, so he's shown to be ex- he's extremely well known and extremely feared because you never know who he knows and what deal he's he could call in also uh, shockingly enough not as old as you would think he should be for the amount of power he's amassed. Unsurprisingly, hot. (laughs) It's weird when that is said because legitimately he looks like me. (laughs) Haven't met met him, you just know Niles, uh, Masabra, a lot of power. So I would tell Jay then that I have a vague understanding of who that is. Little scary, kind of fun. Do owe me a boon? Does owe me a boon? Do La Sombra? Multiple question mark. La Sombra. Uh, he did say he owes you personally a boon. And also, the the specific group of Lasabra that that church that uh, priest Eric's was working in, they owe you a boon. He didn't say specifically, but someone from that group does owe you a boon, or that just group of Lasabra flat out owes you one. Hell yeah! Because you basically ousted a fox in their hen house. 
that could come in handy. And I'm going to look around. Um, can I make a wits and awareness to like make sure no one is in the room with us? As yes. far as I can tell. Okay. I'm going to ask you this specifically. Are you trying to see if Niles randomly showed up because you said his name? Because that... <laughs> no, I just want to make sure that no one else is around. Okay. I'll turn Sensi and Cena. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. No one is in this room, but you. But no one. There's no one in this room. Uh, when you turn on Sissy scene, you do see a few runes going across the uh, walls. So it's like protected in here. You, yeah, it's protected. You don't. Yeah, it doesn't. But no one's looking at you. You just see a few magical runes that are uh, uh, written around. So, Niles said that if I needed help taking care of someone that I really, really don't like, and I'm going to hold up my uh, pointer finger and my middle finger in the shape of a V, that I could get assistance in and I'm going to take my thumb and like slash it across my throat. I feel like it takes Tally a second to like connect those dots, but then she kind of nods. Interesting. Are you just saying that because you don't understand, or do I need to speak more literally? No, no, I, no, I got it. Sometimes it takes me a minute with when we're not speaking plainly, but I I got it. Yes. So, like I told you, Ash bonkers more than usual. Can't trust him to help with that. I think I might take him up on his offer. She's been truly a disease to me since this started. Have you seen her since she tried to have you staked? No. And I think the next time I see her, it's me or it's her. Things to ponder. And then I'm going to look around the room and just admire the artwork on the wall. And have you heard from Chips at all? Yes and no. Um, oh God, Talia, there's so much I haven't told you. <laughs> I gave you a couple brief highlights. Um, Chips is searching for Sequent Inquisition and does not need help. Or just didn't sense. want my help. He's a part of a fairly large group of of powerful vamps himself and they're infiltrating and destroying from within. He always kind of seemed like he was up to something, but it's good that he's got a project. It is. It's at that moment you hear a knock on the door. Uh, it's Reginald, once again. Excuse me, ladies. I hope I'm not interrupting. Um, 
your friend Bianca has just arrived. Uh, she is waiting in the VIP area. Um, if you want a bit more privacy, I can tell her that you'll be a bit longer. Or if you wish to, or if you wish to join her now, I can lead you there. Uh, I assure you, Miss Talia, uh, it does not get rowdy. Ramsey has told me that your tastes tend to lean towards more of the more peaceful, and the VIP area leans towards that. And if you need any libations, please feel free to let myself to let me know, or anyone that you see wearing uh, this suit or a name tag, they will be more than happy to get you what you need. But uh, as for tonight, I believe Mr. Ramsey is soft fit to make sure that I will be the one catering to your needs. Thank you. Um, yes, I, I do like things to be quiet. Um, and I'm all set uh, as far as drinks go, um, but helping my friends would be appreciated. Well, then please follow me. Uh, I will show you to your area and your specific booths can be sectioned off so that no one sees you if you do not wish to be seen. And as, and as I said before, I will be checking on you periodically, and I'm sure uh, Rip, Mr. Ramsey shall be as well. And with that, he leads you off into the VIP area where you upon meet, you meet Bianca, who has already has a case open. And you see the bit of fog flowing out from the uh, uh, dry ice that keeps the vials of blood close cold. You joined her. The curtain is drawn on your VIP area and Reginald uh, bids you one more. Please let me know if you need anything. And he walks back off into the club proper. And that is where we're going to end for the night. Thank Bye, you. I tried to. I tried to do it. I tried to. I tried to he, get out. He tried to cut out so fast. <laughs> he was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fan Game Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Daryl. Uh, I use he/her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Underscore Daryl Dorsey on Blue Sky Daryl Dorsey on Twitch at Daryl Sucks at Gaming. That sucks spelled S-U-X. I have projects brewing but i am not going to say what they are as of yet um so with that i'm going to toss it over to a jess the 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 flirtatious mess let's go hi i'm jess aka macaroni and cheese mouth uh i play jay our little our little flirty gal yeah hashtag show me your titties uh you can find me on places on the internet at just the human that's just with one s um i don't know i got i got so much going on between now and the end of the year catch catch me on the twitter or whatever twitter blue sky hive instagram twitch nowhere else i guess my first statement was kind of a lie uh <laughs> no i don't do the tumblr anymore no that was a college thing um Charity streams are coming up. Support those. Non-charity streams are coming up. Support those. Got a game I'm a, out. I do have a game out. Hashtag Uncaging Nicholas. 
support that. I'm officiating a wedding in September, support that. Over yeah. to you, Meta. Yeah, we gotta we gotta support weddings again. We gotta hey, <laughs> we gay, gotta, it's a gay wedding. We gotta support weddings, okay? All right. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Mana. Uh, my pronouns are they them. I played Talia, who's back, just like me, whose pronouns are she her. Um, I'm so happy to be back. You can find me on most of the internets of the social medias, whichever social media we currently are using. Who's to say? Uh, at mana underscore Lorian. Sometimes they don't let me have the underscore, but it's mine, so they should let me have it. If not, then don't put it in there. Um, yeah, back to you, Daryl. Uh, as far as social medias go, you can just find everyone from Fair Game Podcast by draining blood into a bowl and it's inciting an ancient Sumerian prayer. It will then summon a demon, and they'll be like, "Hey, uh, their Twitter is this." Um, <laughs> what in tarnation? <laughs> or find that like blue, uh, whatever that bowl was that we found for uh, yeah. jump. That really, that was the weird part. I said there was. We've been dealing with Shamir. That was weird to you. Okay, no, okay. Anyway, thank you again for listening. Uh, don't do that. Bull- don't do that. Don't that- do that. Yeah, don't no. do the bull thing. Don't- let's no. not do that. Goodbye. You do could the buy thing if you a want. spirit of the wild candle and light that and then ask the candle where to find us on the internet. Yeah, spirit of the wilds. Find them they make the them in skulls. Yes. Yeah. Bleedy like skulls. And then, again- the- and then the skull will talk and tell you where we are on the internet. You got to support spirit of the wilds and you got to support weddings. Uh, and show us your titties. Good night, folks. Good God. <laughs> Maybe don't do that last thing, but you play us could. out, Ollie. <laughs> we gotta get out. We gotta get out. There's no saving it. We're leaving now. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>